0: everybody. Jacob here. This is the Daniel 3 Podcast. Um, this is an episode where I'm taking something out of the vault. A uh, really interesting, entertaining conversation I had uh, a few months back with um, my friends Adam Nutter and Rob uh, Coburn. Uh, they're friends of mine who we work together in the Macy's Caucus. And we have our own podcast that we do together uh, called Take Human Action, P.A., uh which is also on YouTube and, and uh I don't upload it to an audio form or anything like that. It's only on YouTube at the moment. But you know that podcast is where I, I kind of make more of a strong focus on Mises Caucus stuff most of the time. But this was an episode that I thought would make a good sort of like filler episode here for, for my podcast as well. Um, and plus kind of to promote that podcast if that's something you want to check out. Uh but we had a conversation sort of just about uh, it's kind of in two halves, sort of. The first half is actually just me and Rob, and we are talking about like libertarian philosophy, like breaking it down. It's almost kind of like reminiscent of um, if you're familiar with my friend Caleb Brown, and like he's doing this series right now called Explain to Me Like I'm Five. This was almost like an explain libertarian philosophy, like, you know, you're a five-year-old. We were ha- we were trying to just really dumb it down to like the most basic principles and to sort of explain it in our own words to kind of like make the arguments. Um, And I thought that was, uh, you know, and we, we both have different takes on it. And so that the conversation was interesting. The second half was kind of a, uh, a homage to Ron Paul. And we kind of did a little bit of a uh, conversation about Ron Paul's legacy and the impact he had on the libertarian movement. And, uh, you know i i know most of my audience is probably familiar with this but just keep in mind that that podcast is not a christian podcast so i don't really talk about christianity all that much it is more of a you know strictly libertarian episode and you know i think i think most people who are familiar with me by now know that like i drop the occasional curse word you know there's sometimes an f bomb there's sometimes you know a little curse word here and there i try not to do it too much but um, I already have an episode and uh, and have many times expressed my thoughts on that kind of thing. I almost feel silly putting this little disclaimer here at the beginning. And it's not something I feel like I'm going to continue to do going forward. But um, I don't know. I just felt like putting one more disclaimer in front of this podcast. Um, you know, I think I think most reasonable people understand that there are different preferences, different points of view. And uh, we can be adults and, uh, you know, get along despite that. So, um, but yeah, I think the conversation uh, was incredibly entertaining. Uh, there is one point in the middle when Adam first joins where uh, he has uh, some di- some technical difficulties that are pretty hilarious. So, you know, definitely check that out. And uh, yeah, you know, thank you all for your support. Thank you all for uh, enjoying this kind of stuff and for... Uh, watching my my conversations with people, I still find it. You know, I'm not really that big yet, but the fact that anybody um, cares about what I have to say, um, you know, it, it means a lot. And so I don't take any of this for granted. I enjoy just being one. You know, I, I view myself as just one piece, one cog in the machine. Right, kind of like you know the body of Christ. How we all we're all part of it, but we're all equally important. And I feel you know grateful. I feel a sense of like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and what God has called me to do and also a sense of humility in recognizing that, you know, what I do is not possible without the efforts of what other people do as well. So, um, but yeah, enjoy this conversation. Obviously, um, you know, subscribe to the podcast, uh, both this one and the other one, if that kind of content is something you want to hear more of. And uh, with that... Uh, go ahead and uh, give this a listen. Uh, Well, welcome to those who are uh, watching, whether you're live or watching uh, the recording afterwards. Um, I'm Jacob Daniel here with Rob uh, Coburn uh, for the Take Human Action PA podcast. Um, We thank you for tuning in, however you tune in, whether it's live or afterwards. Um, We have a Bit of a impromptu episode tonight uh we hadn't done one in like a couple weeks and so we wanted to do one we we have some stuff in the works we have some candidates here in pa um and some things going on here in pa that we have uh episodes planned out uh over the next month that we're going to do um we're also going to be having angela McCardle on uh at the end of the month that announcement will be coming out soon too Um, so there's some stuff happening in the works, but you know, it's a, it's a crazy time right now in the, uh, in the party and the movement, lots of things going on. There was pork fest, there's freedom fest coming up. Uh, everybody's schedules are just, you know, crazy and hectic. I know mine are. Um, so there's no guest tonight, although we do hope that if you are watching live that, uh, you know, maybe you'll interact put some comments out there, some questions that we would, uh, love to respond to, um, you know, but this this episode is going to be uh, a bit more like informative, a bit more um, us talking about uh, you know things related to uh, the party and the philosophy of libertarianism. And actually, that's how we wanted to start out. We you know um, we don't want to just assume that everybody who is going to watch this. Uh, this show, this channel, people that are checking out the Mises Caucus, people who are checking out the Libertarian Party, you know, a lot of them might still be, you know, what is libertarian? And it's it's one of those words that gets thrown around, right, a lot, right? Like it's like you hear peer- people use the word libertarian to describe anyone as far right as like Ben Shapiro maybe and as far left as Noam Chomsky. And so it can be like, well, that seems like, you know, total opposite so what the heck does the word mean and um you know so we wanted to start out today talking a bit about that um i'm not going to go too much into like a historical overview because that would be like you know more like a documentary style podcast that uh you know we're not prepared to do tonight um not here to so much talk to you about like the you know history of the term how it developed you know that that's an interesting topic, but, but not for tonight. Um, but we just want to talk about like, you know, a, uh, introduction to what libertarianism is, um, and also to kind of lay out what it isn't. Um, and, and that's, it's kind of important when you're defining things to do both of those, right? Like you have to kind of have that contrast. Um, you know, you if everything if you don't if you don't establish the borders of what something is, and then also like, well, this is libertarianism and this isn't. Well, then that's what leads to confusion. So um, we're going to do a little bit of uh, defining and in, uh, in, in both of those fashions. Um, I don't know uh, what's the best this is all impromptu. We're we're literally doing the spur of the moment. I mean, should we start off by defining like what the word liberty means maybe and cuz that's kind of like
1: the root of what
0: libertarianism is and maybe, you know, build it from there.
1: You know, that is something that I uh, think about a lot what is liberty and why don't we know really what it is. Um I think that is a good place to start. Um it's you know probably the staple of our namesake so so might be good to figure out what actually uh you know we we're doing here um i don't what what do you think what do you think liberty is
0: well when i think of the word like liberty um I, i guess i would like a simple definition would be um the ability to act uh unrestricted right like like if i like like to me li- and it's like liberty is almost like broken down into uh like subcategories of what your freedoms are and what your rights are so to speak and it's like mm-hmm. um you know and and they're kind of like we're they're almost like different ways to describe the same thing but i think the mm-hmm. core underlying thing that like these terms are are describing is like the ability of people to act um as they choose, so long as they are not hurting anybody um, yeah. without people trying to stop them. You know, if, if uh, um, you know, I, I think an analogy I've once heard used is like, you know, the, it's like you can literally do everything, including waving your fist in the air. Uh, the the, <laughs> the conflict comes when your fist hits somebody else. That's, that's where uh, your, your rights end and somebody else's begin. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, to yeah. me, I guess that's like the simple, uh, definition of what liberty would be it's just like the ability to act uh uncoerced um yeah. i think it's also important to define what uh rights are because yeah. that's that's something that kind of comes into it because it's like um you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah, sure. yeah i mean like and
1: a very a very confused term of, as of these days yeah. but uh <laughs> but you know b- before before we get there um rufus uh, th- that uh, that comment you were thinking of that that's the explanation for uh, um um a, a an assault a, a, the the um the is it a um uh have you put the idea in somebody's mind that they're going to get hit that that's just where that came from but but uh, I just want to add one thing to what you said there about what Liberty is um because I I go one step a bit more fundamental and and think that Liberty is the 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 uh the 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 freedom of thought, the the ability to cognitively act, you know, you, you have to you have to have the free thought before you can even act. So, in a world where, where thought crime is not so much of a a, um, um, a you know a, a joke, uh, I, I think it's important to realize that that liberty really is your your right. And, and why it's a, well, why it's a right is because it, it's your, it's your mind, it's your thoughts, it's your freedom to think, and then manifest those through, through acting. Um, so liberty, you know, uh, it, it and and that's why I think it's so important to know it can't be separated from a person and why why it's a, a right, which we get into, but. Um, right. Yeah. Well, it, this is
0: why, like, you know, Mises talks about like what, what's the expression, like uh human action. Yeah. And like, that's the name of our podcast, the take human <laughs> right. action podcast. And, right. um, you know these these terms don't make sense if you if you don't define them in terms of human acting and that's kind of like yeah. the whole the whole basis of 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 uh, you know liberty has to be defined I think um, among the um, uh, the basis of or the understanding of like praxeology and the study of yeah. humans acting because yeah. otherwise you're talking about like abstract you know thoughts and concepts that you know like, Maybe like sound sound nice, but like they don't have any uh, yeah, meaning, or yeah. right, exactly. Like yeah, any, yeah. you know, the ability to. You know, we can talk about all these things, but they're just you know yeah. uh, a fart in the wind. Kind of, yeah. yeah, it's just a fart yeah. in the wind if it's not like applied to actual humans interacting and doing things. Nice. Yeah. And and so it's like you know, like Mises put it this way: like like the you can just basically start out like if you're gonna have some kind of starting point for any kind of like philosophy, any kind of uh, worldview like the starting point is that humans act right yeah. like like yeah. no matter what inevitably uh they are acting and they're acting based upon some sort of self-interest um yeah. uh doesn't mean that it's always and it, it's rational in the sense of like they are doing things that uh they are deeming is in their self-interest doesn't mean it's rational in like some objective uh well, it analysis correct. Or, it, just, it doesn't
1: mean their analysis was correct it just right. means that they're they're their thought their action was the product of rational analysis to a to achieve a beneficial end the be- the end may have been mis misinterpreted or misguided and and in fact you know um in hindsight incorrect but it but but it was made for a benefit a perceived benefit absolutely right
0: yeah and it's like yeah. um you know like there's there's a state of uneasiness or uh, or um dissatisfaction it's like like because like nobody acts without looking at the potential future of the consequence of their action and thinking like this action will put me in a better spot than i'm at right now yeah you know and they could be wrong like you said they could be mistaken they might take an action and then you know (laughs) a minute later a day later go that not that actually didn't increase my well-being or that actually yeah. didn't accomplish the end I wanted. Right. It it, yeah. it did the opposite. And so they learn from it. But they do it from that presupposition that 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 it will. Right. Um and, and I think that is it's useful to have an understanding of that of like what praxeology is, because then we can understand what liberty is. And I think liberty is the um the ability of people, of humans to act. You know what I mean? That's why I defined it that way. Because if you just define liberty as like, um, you know being free well that's almost like a circular definition and like that's yeah. what you know people often define liberty it's just like well it's just like being able to do what you want it's like yeah, yeah i don't know like it's just it's too it's too uh wh- like whimsical like we have to have some kind of like you know meat to the definition i think
1: yeah well um you, you know the, this this self you know benefiting purpose that that was um i think where ayn rand meant to go with her whole you know every act is is, is a selfish act um right but um i think that was kind of the root of the whole thing but you know if, if you think of, gee, there's a point there but but yeah you, you don't you don't choose a thing because it, it had it's actually perceived to be harmful or 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 even um you know un you know unmeaningful uh, you, you do it for to, to achieve a benefit to achieve an end but very good
0: yeah. Yeah. But just the, the Google definition I, I, I looked up says liberty is the power or scope to act as one pleases, yeah. um, which is, you know, I guess another way to put it. But yeah. um, again, it's, it, it I think it's really important to emphasize it's the you know, in the context of humans being able to act upon their interests, which also means like they have to be able like to your point, they have to be able to also think freely. Right. Um, and, and that's why free speech right. is such an important thing. That's why right. censorship is such a bad thing, because if people can't think freely, yeah. well, then they're being coerced on a, a a deeper level to be like, you know, like, you know, they, they can't actually think things through, you know, or think upon certain actions. Those actions are forbidden from, the, you know, to them in a sense of like, um, you know, they're they're not even allowed. Like even if it's something they would reject, they're not rejecting it out of coming. You know, coming to a rejection of it out of a rational, uh, set of processes in their in their mind. They're just like, well, though this is, you know, we're we're I'm culturally shamed for you know even asking this question or thinking this thing. So I don't think about it. Um and. But that's that's a bit of a rabbit hole. But I like that you brought it up because like that's that's the foundation of, of action is is thinking. Right. I mean, um, and again, not all thoughts are good thoughts, but, um, you know, you have to be able to, you know, it's like, you, you know, uh, people make mistakes on uh, the way to success. Right. I think um, like Jordan Peterson once put it this way. He's like, um, most new ideas are stupid. but you have to be able to make the stupid ideas to you know, like you have to have like a hundred stupid ideas to get to one good one. Um, And, and like some like, you know um, if people are afraid to try something because it's stupid or they're afraid of being wrong um, they might, you know, that like the failures are sometimes an important part of the uh, creative process of uh, you know, getting, getting to a place where you figure out the, the the correct answer looks like i lost rob for uh some reason i'm guessing technical difficulties but um i'll continue on a little bit without him sure he'll make it back um but um but yeah so then um we take the word liberty and then it's like all right well the word libertarian has the word liberty as uh as the root in it oh there's there's Rob. Hey, I lost your brother.
1: <laughs> uh, I hope, hope that solved my, uh, my little clip in there. Way too much stuff open. Uh, so where are we at? Um,
0: I was about to try to segue into, uh, okay, we we've defined what liberty is. So now let's define what libertarianism is. Yeah. Um,
1: well, you know, before, before we get there, you brought a good question about uh, what you're going to get into what is rights and I kind of held you up. Um, but I, I really think that's a very important uh, you know distinction to, to, Add here because this is where the the importance of of um liberty being at the root it's thought because you know it uh, to me a right is is those things that are so tied to you at your humanity that that they cannot be denied a person because it is what a person is um th- that's what i believe a right is a right is those things that are so a part of you that that a, a government cannot deny them and, and nor do they uh, have the ability or any authority to grant them because they are you in your nature. I have to
0: unmute myself. Um, yeah. I, uh, I think it's a good way of looking at it. Um, I, I think rights, I've always defined rights as like a good way to look at them are uh, they're in entitlements. They're things that, you, um, that you can claim as like being uh yours from like a like a a pre like it's pre, it's already decided it's already been established and agreed upon that like these things are yours to claim as your own um so to speak and and that's why i believe you have a right to self ownership believe you have a right to uh to to liberty i think you have a right to the pursuit of happiness so to speak um you don't have a right to other people's stuff and so this is kind of like this is actually a good segue like when you when we start defining what rights are and what rights aren't i think that is what libertarianism is you know what i mean like libertarianism is kind of like the philosophy of liberty and the philosophy that is like um this ongoing conversation from different philosophers and, and people over uh, over the years, uh, having a conversation about liberties and about rights and, and defining what you do have a right to and what you don't have a right to, and what does constitute um you know, things that you can do that are like you, you know, like you, you can do these things freely. And then the things that well you can't do that because what you're actually doing is infringing upon the freedoms or the rights of other people, so it's kind of like libertarianism is almost like the study of people interacting and determining what actions are uh, in in conflict with liberty on an individual level and what and what and which ones aren't, and then what what you what rights you do have and what rights you don't have. I think that's kind of like a you know, like it's not again, like this isn't, these aren't we're not giving to strict textbook definitions here. We're kind of yeah, like trying to explain yeah. these things in our own words, because like that's how people think. Like, you know, yeah. you can read textbook definitions on your own. You don't need to come to a podcast to get the, uh, you know, <laughs> we're not just we're going to
1: read the Wikipedia page on li- libertarianism here. No, you need to hear my definition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I, I think you've got a good, a good, uh, you know, you know. Atmosphere there of the rights, but I, again, I, I I like to think of them and, and talk about them a bit more fundamentally um, because it gets to the root of why they're 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 un or inalienable. You know why why they are not something that we get permission for. Why they're you know uh, I think there are three rights, and from that every other right extends. And 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 it, if we narrow this down and just protect these three things. And we we understand the the right of every individual to these three things. It solves almost you know every uh, every issue that, that arises. And those are the right to life, your right to life, your right to liberty, and your right to property. Um, and, and if you you know the, those to me are the three things a human being is. You you know uh, you you have to have your life to be to be here. So um well yeah it's, it's so self right, right. it's self-ownership right like right, that's, that's right. another way of
0: saying like right. you know i mean and um i like the uh uh like the argumentation ethics uh proof of like self-ownership you know what i mean like where it's like um because a lot of times like there can be this hurdle between like it's kind of like the uh, the is ought uh uh paradigm where it's just like how can you get an, uh, an ought from an is and right. so it's like whenever you're developing some kind of philosophy it's like well how can you establish like that first axiom without just making it a statement of faith or something you take right. as just Argument. like a pre uh, like like being a, what's the term? Um, uh, a priori, I think yeah. is the, is the yeah, term. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: So, um, and self yeah, define. Yeah.
0: Right. So I think I think um, argumentation ethics is a good way of getting after that because it's just like okay, well, let's take a human action praxeological observation here if you at all try to debate against somebody's philosophy against somebody's actions like the minute you act and you're criticizing another person for something they think or do you have just demonstrated the uh like like that you you act out self-ownership and property rights
1: yeah
0: because if you if you go to another person you're criticizing them like you're you're giving up some things through your actions and a like like just just from the get-go like a priori like you like yeah. your actions show these things you're right. you're recognizing that person as sovereign to yeah. like and in control of their their mind in control of their faculties that they can the words they're saying are are theirs and they're choosing to say them and you're also you know uh saying like well it's it's preferable for you to be saying things that are true versus things that are untrue. Um, but there's this whole list of things that like the minute you engage in an argument or a criticism that you're inherently uh, accepting. And those things basically establish that like, okay, well you recognize that people own themselves. And really that's like, um, and if you disagree with that, okay, like try to argue with me about it, but then like, by arguing with me about it aren't like how explain how you're not demonstrating it right um and and i think some people ironically like the people that i think often like they're sometimes like my fellow uh, christians because i'm a christian will get a little triggered by the idea of self-ownership which is like well everything belongs to god it's like okay (laughs) well you know it's but that's a whole different discussion. I've talked about that on my, my own podcast. But oh. um, but it's like, you know, but if you are a Christian, just the quick answer is it's like, um, you know, we're talking about horizontal relationships here. If you believe in a God? That's a whole different category, okay? But we're oh. talking about person to person. Uh, nobody owns me. You know, no person owns me. The only, the only person that can have a claim to me and my body is me. Now, if you want to say that God owns the universe and thus owns you, okay, but that has nothing to do with interactions between people because even if like, let's say God does own me, well, God doesn't grant you the authority to own me. Right. Mm. So, so, so really that's, that's a, that's a distraction. That's a red herring mm. with well, self ownership is a valid uh description mm. of our relationships between people. Yeah. Well, I, that,
1: I mean, even from a Christian standpoint, if, if you want to say that, that the, the ownership is in and of itself is not yours. Yeah. Well, he, he sure gave you one hell of a lease through through uh, the the free will is it would would he not that's a rather uh, rather um open ended lease <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yep but um yeah. that's an interesting yeah. topic for uh, for yeah. for another day but but, um, um, yeah, but yeah um, I,
0: but go ahead um uh, I've been rambling for a bit
1: <laughs> right. yeah hop uh, on in in the argumentation I think man that that was a fantastic point. I think the one thing that you just did uh, add to it is that it it was the if you engage in a bit in in argument you have you have mutually agreed to 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 the um the the good faith um meritus you know argument and as soon as you you employ logical fallacy you have you've violated you know the um that agreement but just just want to throw that in there um i agree yeah but uh so 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 we have liberty liberty is the 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 unrestricted, you know, ability to act. We have right, right. Is the, uh, you know, I, th- this thing that, that is, uh, you know, uh, unrestricted, un, un undeniable, the, these things that you, you um, have every um, free, free ability to do. I think, is that where we're about where we're at?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, and, and, and I think li- libertarianism is a, you uh, you know, like a philosophical uh, exercise in in describing these things, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, t- to me, it's like when we're if, if we're if we're trying to be logical, we're trying to be consistent about what you. So, like, if we if we agree with self ownership as kind of like that foundation, um, then and and that goes hand in hand with like the ability. Then, like, you own yourself, so you have the right to do things with your body to do things with your labor um we can establish property rights from that because you know if 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 you own your labor then things that you create with your labor well nobody else should have you know you can't make an argument for why somebody else would have a claim to that which you make with your labor i mean like if i put in you know blood sweat and tears to you know build myself a cart and I'm using that cart to like haul my cabbages and my radishes and my onions from my, my garden all the way back to my house or to haul them to market to barter and trade with people. And then you come and be like, oh, I really like that that cart. I think it should be mine. It's like, well, now we're we're having a, a you know, like, like that's an interaction, right? Like that's a human action saying somebody saying like I've created the cart already through my set of, you know, me wanting to do something and then i did it and mixed my labor with it and then somebody else says oh i like that card i want it i'm just going to take it <laughs> so yeah, yeah. all right well how do we like there's two claims to this property who has the rightful claim right and obviously like everybody is going to answer well the person who created it because it was their labor that created it and uh you know if you try to say that like, the minute you try to say there's any instance where you can be entitled to the labor of somebody else. Well, now what you're saying is that people actually don't own themselves and they don't own their labor because if they, if, if I can be entitled to the, the cart that you built, well then you're, you, you know, you don't have ownership over, over your, your body anymore. I have basically uh, in like, I am basically post hoc, you could say I enslaved you Insofar as like the time that you uh, took to gather the materials to put them together and to build that cart, you know, I, I basically have violated your self ownership mm-hmm. in that instance, and I have mm-hmm. robbed you of you know I've I have violated your 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 freedoms, your
1: rights. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a good way to look at it. I, I, I take a, a a similar approach about uh, uh, you know the whole who owns your, the the fruits of your labor, you know the claim that that um, you know that you there's some tax you know or something on it would, would be to say you know, you, you're born into this world you you come in with no debt yet but but then the moment that you try to provide for yourself whatever you create to sustain whatever you build to live in well a, a piece of that a, a a percentage of that is owed to to the rest of society that's kind of the claim isn't it um and 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 in that way it's really it's like a it's like a an extortion racket you know if you try and take care of yourself you you know you uh you, you got to give us our peace and I, I don't know if it's a rental thing but, but, <laughs> but right and get so too far into that but
0: yep and so like basically like libertarianism then like we expand it beyond just like these simple interactions between like and i think most people kind of agree like on a you know, one person, one person level. Well, yeah, that's theft. Yeah, that's a violation of that person's rights. There's very few people that would try to make the the counter argument to that. Where it gets tricky is if I go, okay, there's a person who is struggling. You know, they're, they've fallen on hard times. Uh, they don't have enough money to pay their rent. They don't have enough money to put food on the table. Their electric bill is past due. There's notice for their Uh, electric and water to be shut off and living next door is this guy who has way more money than he needs he's got this really nice house got tv in every room his refrigerators are full he's you know his house paid off um and uh you know he makes he makes a good living for himself he has more money than he needs to survive and then people will then go well It's, you know, it's just for us to have this, you know, some kind of apparatus, some kind of societal apparatus where we take the wealth from this person who has more than what they need, in in our opinion, to give it to the person who is downtrodden. And on the surface, people, I think they look at this, but they they're just making it like I don't want to even assign uh, malintent or like evil to the the hearts of these people they're i think they're making a utilitarian kind of like you know like well this person has more than need this person doesn't so like just you know like they they almost think well i would do that if i was in that person's shoes so they should just do it Mm -hmm. um but but the the problem is and this is what libertarians talk about it's like well all right we can agree with you perhaps that like maybe it would be like righteous or commendable for the person who's well off to donate some of their money to the person who's, who's less fortunate that that might be true. Um, But the problem is you're introducing a third entity and the third entity is violating the rich person's rights in every same exact way that the first example I gave about the cart, you know, was just as much as it would be wrong for me to take you know uh the cart from rob you know like well let's say like i don't have a cart and it's like you know my feet are all banged up and i'm tired and i don't know how to make carts i'm not good mm-hmm. at it and like all oh, my carts fall apart and like, i make my carts with square wheels because it's just i don't know how to make a round wheel and so they it's like you know I'm just struggling, and uh, I don't have enough food to feed my families because I can't make it to market in time to, to trade. And it's just like I'm really on hard times. But like, oh, man, Rob has this cart. That would solve my problems, man. man. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm going to take it. Everyone's like, well, no. Like, yeah, you're falling on hard times, and make, maybe Rob should, you know, if he's a good friend, should help you out. But uh, you can't just take his cart. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is people are s- somehow they, they – they've made – an exception in their mind where it's okay for a third et- a third entity that we call the state or government to come in and and to basically do the same thing in the card analogy yeah. when it comes to like someone who is you know in in a down a downstrot situation right. a downtrot situation that they're going to take from somebody who has more and you give it to somebody who has less and yeah. it's not that we don't have empathy for people who have less um, but it's just like, if you justify, cause like, let's, and let's not uh, beat around the bush. What you're justifying with a state isn't just like a knocking on this guy's door and asking him to give money. You know what I mean? People assume it's like, well, you know, the guy would voluntarily pay, he voluntarily pays his taxes. No one's making him. It's like, well, ask the rich guy, what happens if he doesn't pay his taxes? Well, ask anybody what happens if you don't pay your taxes? Um, or, you know, God forbid you, you, you pay too little, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) um, They don't care if you pay too much, of course, but God forbid you pay too little, um, make some kind of error. You forget to report something, you file something incorrectly. Um, and, and yeah, uh, eventually there is a person with, you know, at the end of every, like, this is something that we need, we need to explain, uh, all government is all the state is at the end of the day is a entity of coercion and compulsion. Very it's well an entity said. of, of, of force. Yeah. And so this is kind of like, you know, what libertarianism mostly talks about is the state. I'm not saying it's right. the only thing libertarian, like, like libertarians are against what we would call, Why well, I don't get too ahead of myself. Yeah. Um, we'll get to the nap well, in a second, uh, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, we, but
1: uh, yeah, go ahead. Before we get into the, to the nap, uh, uh, I just want to a little bit clear about what government is. You know, um, you know, we it looks like all these laws and all these officials and all this you know society, but but really, it it's just government is the the entity with the monopoly on the use of force. They're the only ones who can come to you unprovoked and say you uh, you have not done this the, the way we we have instructed and now we can use force to to compel you to do so um, and i think that's a very it, it's a very necessary bit to understand if you're going to to understand what libertarianism is and what what it is exactly that we're against if the government is just the use of force cuz you can't you can't if, if if you can't have the force aspect if uh, then what good is a law? And it's just a, a you know this thing that's out there that please somebody listen to this, but but only with, right. with the you know only well, like with the the compulsion by through the through the claimed authority to use force d- does does it it enter the realm of government?
0: Well, I like got a good mental exercise to ask: is without if the state didn't have this law, would you do it anyway? If right. the answer is yes, you don't really need the law, do you? if the answer is no well why no because if if the state's making you do you wouldn't do otherwise is that moral and and so this this is a good segue into um like one of the most like the central principles uh of libertarian philosophy like what what we kind of like it's like it's like kind of like the uh the key axiom that's kind of like central is the NAP, or uh, that's an acronym for the non-aggression principle. Um, I've I've often said I wish I wish there was a word uh, spelled uh, NIAP because I think the non-aggression principle is too vague because it's like I'm not against aggression in all cases because there are times where aggression is actually needed. What I'm against is. Uh, like it should be the knee app. Like I'm against the initiation of aggression. Mm. I'm against the initiation mm. of force. No. Um, mm. So it, it, it's not so much it's, that we're against. all. Oh, we're not pacifists, libertarian. Yeah. Now, some are there, there. There are some libertarians who might be pacifists. Um, I think we we tend to probably lean pacifist insofar as like we prefer pacifist non-violence we prefer non-aggressive non-aggressive solutions but we of course don't um deny the right to self-defense um and the non-aggression principle is not against using uh force if it is in defense if it is if it's used in uh like a you know restoring justice, bringing yeah. restitution to a wrong, um, that's the proper use of force. What we're against is the first use of force right. or right. the initiation of force. Yeah. That is that is what libertarians uh, yeah. fundamentally oppose, and, and that's why we criticize the state probably more than almost anything, because right. that's what the state does. The state comes in as a third actor in almost every situation and makes people do what they wouldn't do voluntarily right. or yeah, yeah. or you know in the cases where it's making people do what they would do voluntarily it's an unnecessary uh redundancy yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. It, it would only be in those you know uh you know less common um um you know um miscalculated uh decisions that that the the person would you know the laws needed for anyway but i just want to add real cla- real quick to your your statement about the non-aggression principle and just to clarify the the non-aggression principle stands for the the notion that um it, it it is unjustified there is there there's no justification for for the use of force to achieve your political and personal goals so so if you commit an an act of force against a, a person uh, unprovoked for any means for any reason you have you're the aggressor it, and therefore that's an unjustified act. Then. And, and through that, through that way, the, the, uh, uh the enforcement mechanism of the government, the, the, the use of force to enforce their laws is the illegitimate part of, of the government, which is, you know, where the, um, the rest of it I think falls from. So if, if you can't initiate force, and, and government is just the initiation of force. Therefore, you, you see where, where, where we're headed here.
0: <laughs> yep. And I would say, like, like to, to sum up this, like, my, my last words, I'll give you the last words on, like, what libertarianism is. Because, God, we could just go on for the full, like, the rest of the night, kind of, like, expounding upon it. Um, but I wanted to just be, like, an intro to it um, and, like, a summary. To me, like, the – like, two of my favorite expressions is, um, you know, like, libertarianism is really just simply – It's wrong to hurt people and take their stuff. Right. And it's just, there's no exceptions. And it's like, you know, they're, um, God, I'm I'm having a brain fart on the, what's the second? (laughs) It was in my head and it just poof, just vanished. Um, uh, God, I can't remember. It was was something related to, like, I know what what the expression's talking about. It just, it it completely just like, Came out of my mind, live on video, but just like that—that that, um nobody owns anybody else, right? And and nobody has like we all have the same rights. There aren't what 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 I think libertarians ultimately reject is kind of like there's no special class of people. Like we all we're all the same in in the sense of our rights. And the problem with government, the problem with the state, is it almost. Is founded on what I would say is a fallacy that's not founded in logic, that's not founded in, um, in in reality. That some people have rights that you and I don't have. Like it's wrong for me to steal from you, but the but if I call myself a government and say, "Well, I'm stealing from you because I have to build a road," does that make it okay? Yeah. No, it doesn't make it okay. But when this special group of people called the state do it. We're supposed to, because of all these justifications, like the social contract and this and that. Uh, ex- oh, that—that that was the other saying. Was um, what what libertarians reject is the idea of ends justifying the means. Um, and, and I think that's what. There's a lot of people. I think a lot of people who believe in a state, who believe in whether it's on the right, and they believe in a giant border wall. <laughs> they believe in a giant military. They believe in uh, using the state to push certain social norms or certain religious views or what whatever or if it's the left and they believe in a giant welfare state and they believe in universal health care uh, they believe in uh yeah uh, you know uh social security and all this um, What they're doing is basically saying, well, sure, the state like if they're going to be honest, they're saying, yeah, the state is a mechanism of coercion and we're making people do things they wouldn't do voluntarily. But we have to because the ends justify the means because, you know, taxes are the price we pay for a civilized society. And it's like, well, if you if what you call civilized is having a giant entity of force that compels people through the threat of violence to do yeah. things we might have different definitions of what peace and civil civilized are because to me peace is social cooperation which means yeah. people have to be acting voluntarily yeah. they can't be compelled they can't be coerced you know, um you know on, on, that,
1: on that there um i, I think that the, we've, we've hit the crux of where people um who, who and uh, you know go down the path of, of, of of identifying as, as libertarians really, really come to, to, to the, the point where they make that decision is when they realize, you know, the, the things that the, the major parties, the, the, the mainstream view is that we say the, the democratic party is good on welfare. And we say that the, uh, uh Republican party is good on, or, you know, they give, give themselves a pat on the back that we're good on, um, you know, the, the war thing, but really what they're talking about is they're talking about how good they are at the, at the thing that they're, they can compel the most, so we've got this twisted thing uh, in 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 um, you know the 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 status quo view of of our, our um, what is good about you know what what does government government do that's good? Why is it good? It, it, and it's always people identify their side of things being good at the thing that they compel the most, and it's a very backwards view. And, and the people who figure that out I think are the ones who get, become libertarians.
0: Right. I think I think libertarians are the ones that like they, they push they push things to the bottom. Like they wanna like like they wanna have a philosophy that's consistent from like that foundational first principle all the way up. And to me that like that libertarianism is the only consistent philosophy when it comes to describing like, you know, how people uh, ought to live as far as relationship to one another, because there's no exceptions, right? Like when you have to create like um all these exceptions and well, accept this and accept this and and not in these cases um like a lack of consistency i think shows a fundamental problem right like if it's like um if i if i fix your car like i'm a, I'm a mechanic by trade so like if i fix somebody's transmission then go hey so uh here's the bill it's four thousand dollars and the transmission works now except in the rain and except if you're going up hills and also don't go above 45 miles an hour and also uh, don't drive for more than 20 minutes and also, uh, um, you know, make sure that you add a quart of fluid to it. It's like it's a lot of exceptions for you to say that something is fixed except for all of these things. So when you, <laughs> when you have to say something, you know what I mean? Like th- with libertarianism, it's like, it's wrong to hurt people and take their stuff. Like it's wrong to initiate force, period. Like there's there's no exception, you know? If you need to defend yourself from somebody who already initiated force, that's okay. There's, there's no contradiction there. Um, so, I, th- you know, that's, that's how I'd summarize it. Um, and, you know, so that's kind of like the overview of libertarianism. And the Mises Caucus, obviously, were part of the Libertarian Party. Uh, but a lot of us came to liberty because we first were introduced to the philosophy, first introduced uh, to the principles by the great Ron Paul, who we worship, we idolize. You know, I know before I go to bed every day, I get down and pray to Ron Paul, mm, and I have a Ron picture Paul. of him that I cuddle <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh That's what our um, some of our critics think that we probably do. I actually don't... You know what's funny? Like, I don't think I actually have like anything Ron Paul in my house. No. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have any old campaign signs. I don't have any Ron Paul T shirts. I don't have any. I don't have any books or anything about or written by Ron Paul. So, I mean, you know, it's it's you know, it's it's actually all it's it's just there's a secret shrine in my closet for uh (laughs) for uh for uh, for Mike for not for Ron Paul it's for Michael Heights.
1: Well, I wouldn't Um. have thought. (laughs) (laughs) Um. mm.
0: Oh uh, God, I'm 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 trolling right now. I need to stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: well, uh, you're you're right. I I think the the Mises Caucus is mostly made of those people who were were brought into this idea of of of, uh, of the message of liberty, we're, we're, you know, which is the premise for the Libertarian Party. You know, we were brought in through Ron Paul and and his. But, primarily or, his, you know 2008 and 2012
0: presidential or or like i wasn't brought in by ron paul into libertarianism but i was brought in by ron paul's like 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 second generation people of ron paul like i was brought in yeah. by dave smith right, and and yeah. michael heisen so it's like when i say ron paul is like what brought me to liberty it's like it it's indirectly but it's still like i don't think that dave smith and the macy's caucus would exist without ron paul yeah. and they're what
1: made me libertarian so well, it goes to message. ron paul what it is what's his message his, right it's his message it's ron Paul's message that here are the things that that um that need to be addressed and here's how they get it become addressed through the libertarian philosophy that, that you know he he had his he had his list of uh, uh, crucial um you know uh, imminent issues and he he addressed each one through the libertarian philosophy and it was a very attractive message because it, it it, it was sincerely delivered and it it made you know the, the clearest logical sense, especially when you just took a minute to you know look at your surroundings and, and apply it to what he was saying. It was a very powerful thing, which is why the Mises caucus is so um, um, you know adamant about about wanting to 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 um, have an effect on the messaging I think
0: yeah right so and and that's what i'm always telling people is like you know like like you know we just defined libertarianism for about 30 minutes and we didn't bring Mm. up the party at all which Mm. you know like i'm sorry like the 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 word libertarian like and we didn't do a historical deep dive into the development of that word right but like there was no libertarian party when the term libertarian was made and when the philosophy was made so um the libertarian party that we're a part of. Um, you know, I think if you're going to name something after yourself, uh, if you're going, sorry, if you're going to name something uh, that you're like a group you make, an entity you make after something, you should probably try to mimic it, right? I mean, so like, like a good example, of like I'm a Christian, which means like I'm supposed to mimic Christ. Um, you know, if I was a, uh, you know, if I was going to say I was a, I'm trying to think of another example, like a follower of God, i can't think of a good analogy um mm. if I, if, so a, a sports analogy like if i say if i'm a ravens fan well then like i probably shouldn't go and vote for the pittsburgh steelers right because that would you know nobody likes the steelers because pittsburgh's dumb no i'm just <laughs> oh, i see how it is
1: i oh, remember that <laughs> um
0: so uh but you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to name yeah. something after something, like, well, you should follow after the thing that you named it after. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you if know, it, it's a little bit more than that, though, because what good is being a libertarian without the liberty, without the focus on liberty? It, you know, if, if this organization forgets what it, its purpose is, it's going to follow the path of every other organization. Why unionizing is great, but a union is bad. Uh, a political party is great unless it, 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 it you know, if the organization over. Um, you know, the focus of it is it's perpetuation rather than the, the constituency. So what what good are we at you know being libertarians if if it's not for this this liberty thing? you know
0: yeah, ex- exactly. Um, but you know like so we, we focus on messaging and we we talk and like the reason we do that is because we talk about uh, like what brought a lot of us here was Ron Paul. and like what Ron Paul yeah. did for liberty was not pass legislation. Mm-hmm. he didn't help get a lot of people elected what he did was inspire people and lead them to the principles because of how bold and effective his messaging was um oh we yeah. have adam nutter yeah. um, hey man adam
2: What's up? yeah <laughs> i'm gonna, I'm go. gonna
0: change Sweet. the layout now we got a third person yeah. here What's going on uh, so how you doing yeah. adam
2: good just recorded like three podcasts in a row sorry I'm late.
0: <laughs> well now it's number four and really and is. this is part of your contract with the Mises caucus is you just you're stuck in your studio chained to the chair and you just you just you keep putting out content man like you're not allowed to leave
1: you know i yeah. Happening. <laughs> to the point you were just talking about, Jacob, what what Ron Paul did was I would look at the the existing real big issues and then just apply the philosophy to it. And I think that's why I connected with people because it, it gave a real answer to the very real things that were happening in their life, and it, it, it wasn't just he was out there just uh, blurting out from from A to B the libertarian. I you know what what the what the principle is. He he said this is this is our issue we're facing and we all feel and here's here is the answer through this mechanism and i think that's why he connected so hard with people because he you know we're we're in the middle of the war thing and he's like oh everybody's just screaming about how good the war is and he's like as a matter of fact we shouldn't be here
0: right the the and then the the the, the giuliani moment which is so amazing to go back and watch, for just the the clutching of the pearls it's like ron yeah, pa- like right. would would mr ron paul please apologize for uh right. for disrespecting our troops in america yeah. and ron's like uh no i won't I won't fucking apologize like we yeah. shouldn't be there they right. uh they're doing what we would do right and like so, that was the boldest that was wildly unpopular for him to say oh, at the yeah. time like right. wildly um, right. i remember growing up in a republican household and uh you know uh you know questioning the the military questioning the the, the wars and stuff like that was sacrilege yeah, that was yeah. absolute sacrilege i remember my dad being like oh i like 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 liking ron paul because of like saying things like i want to abolish the irs and my dad's kind of libertarian leaning and like i hate taxes but then when he said the stuff about the war it was like Oh no, he went too far. Like, no, you don't. You don't disrespect right, the right. the troops, man. And their sacrifice—they're yeah, yeah. out there fighting for our freedom and uh, trying to keep the terrorists from attacking us. And I know, like, it, it, that was really effective messaging for me growing up. And I'm sure, you know, you, you know, you yeah. too. Like, a lot of us who were young when 9/11 happened, I mean, that was a very, you know, formative thing. A very, like, you know, a lot of fear mongering that that grew out of that. And sure. Ron was one of the first. I'm not saying he, like he wasn't the first. There was a lot of people out there uh calling attention to the military industrial complex calling right. attention to the fact that you know uh 9 and the war on terror like like these things weren't unconnected and there was a greater kind of like state conspiracy going on here but ron was like the first one to i think bring such national attention to it yeah. and to get a lot of people to to wake up um and for yeah. some reason and that's what we're going to talk about next. And I'm, I'm glad Adam's here to talk about it. Um, for some reason, there's a lot of people in the party that seem to not like Ron Paul. And I don't, I don't get it. Like yeah. I, 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 it just, it completely baffled. I'm not saying everybody has to like, say Ron Paul is my favorite libertarian. Yeah. Like, I don't care if somebody yeah. says this is what brought me to libertarianism. And I like this guy better and like, whatever. Right. But, when you go out of your way to shit on Ron Paul, that's where I start to go. I'm kind of questioning if you're actually a libertarian right, now. Right. Like like if Ron Paul offends you and makes you have to go out of your way to shit on him and to shit on people who were yeah. brought to the libertarianism by him, I'm not sure where your priorities
1: are, dude. Sure. You know, yeah. I, I think it's if, you know, if the Federal Reserve is not your issue, if that's not it, cool. That's that's cool. You, may, you might want to revisit it, but but if, if that's not your issue right on you know if if um you know the, i think everybody should be on the war one that's going to be hard but if you don't like his issue if his issues aren't your issues if that's not your focus that that's fine but but to say then that, that his all he did was offer the solution that liberty should should be the answer to these things the the war issue we should we should stop using aggressive force to to go and and, and commit aggressive wars you know um uh, the, the war on drugs, he should stop compelling people to to you know go to jail for using a you know let liberty be the solution let liberty um, decide if people want to go to war. Let liberty wait decide. wait that
0: that's what he said that that sounds like a Republican <laughs> to me that so, sounds
1: nothing like libertarian right, so, right, right. <laughs> that sounds so, like a racist bigot only racist if, bigots would say that stuff if, Rob if if his if his position on every on every turn was to not to, to let liberty decide to not compel, to not use government force to, to achieve ends, which is simply the non-aggression principle, I, I, I have a very difficult time finding where the, the, the issue comes from.
0: Let's get let's get Adam in now that he's done breaking shit.
2: <laughs> Dude, that was wild. I couldn't <laughs> fix it, and we had like it was like all king's horses and fucking king's venue. here. Trying I was to, sitting
0: here like cracking up. Like was, I couldn't stop <laughs> laughing. You so, you're just it's, like spitting and walking around. Juices walking
2: in front of my camera. It's a fucking mess here. I told you guys. It's look. Well, no one gives a shit. No one cares. No one cares what's happening over here. It's a fucking <laughs> mess. Dude, okay. Anyway, I'm wearing my Ron Paul hat right now. You guys can't really see it, but the cartoon Ron Paul. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> it's a to your Yeah, no, Um, as I said before, he's definitely the guy who brought me into the party, too. But as Rob was saying, too, if I don't understand, like, he's not a controversial fit. If you at all align yourself with, like, the idea of just liberty and freedom, and he's like, hey, man, we should be free, and you're like, that's fucking crazy. Well, I don't know there's other parties for you. You, you know, I, I don't understand the disconnect. He's not saying radical shit. He's saying very sane shit, first of all. And on top of that, he's saying saying things that we should be saying as libertarians regardless. Every libertarian should hold that true to their belief, like no war, unless, you know, whatever. But, like, no war is stop the drug war. Uh, More individual liberties. Like, I don't understand the problems with these things that people have against him. It's because he's not their guy, and we all know why. You know, it's just.
0: Well, what we're going to do, if Rob's up for it, Rob had the idea that he was going to role play a Ron Paul hater and, and try to like steal man, try mm. to like play devil's advocate to be like, to, to try to like be fair. Like maybe there's something we're missing. So like, you know, like, yeah. like the Rob, put on your I mean, cathedral that... hat and become a Ron Paul <laughs> hater.
1: <laughs> well, now that actually, now that you say it, uh, I, I I was actually, I was trying to think about it. Um, I, I, I can't, I can't remember what there be. I mean, he was a Republican, right?
0: yeah so that's like the number one it's like like well ron paul's not a libertarian he's a republican it's like cool so i guess justin amash isn't a libertarian and I, right so you, you you're agreeing with us that gary johnson and and um uh bill. what's his name bill well darbert <laughs> like anyone who was ever a republican I, is disqualified
1: from being a libertarian so okay yeah i'm, I'm, I'm we've totally eliminated sorry, I'm not,
0: over half the party
1: <laughs> i i totally just blanked on this because i i had a you know, whole thing set up but god damn it, i don't have no idea why people would be against <laughs> it like now that you get to it <laughs> it's like wait no actually i'm not retarded so i
0: can't remember why people hate ron paul <laughs> oh god i'm
2: sure people um, are going to take offense to that but i don't know. Uh, uh, i just said it about a hundred times in my podcast is now uh, it's
0: it's obama comic's it's different right <laughs> <say, like>, <laughs> like, you you have you have given me the freedom adam to to use that word again i've always been so afraid to use it i'm like yeah but like if I use it once, Adam said it like a hundred times probably in the past ten minutes. So you know it, he'll take all the heat I, for me. I, I always say this. In fact, a lot of comics will. Uh, Doug Stanhope, I think, uh, I think it was him
2: years ago, wrote like that open letter about the, that word and like how it's it's not about you know the people and it's about uh, any word we come up with for for someone who's less me- uh, ment- uh, mentally handicapped we would use as a slur. It doesn't matter. So you could call it flippity floppity do, and we would start being like, look at these flippity floppity dos It doesn't matter. Anyway, he wrote a really good open letter and even like professors of like literature and stuff like, yeah, he has a point. Like, like you know, it's like, right. it, it is what it is. It, it's not, you know,
1: it's language is silly. Yeah, <laughs> it's, right. You know what I think it actually might be is that he was better at it than the Libertarian Party. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it, dude. Nailed it. And Jealousy. That, and Jealousy. they did not like that.
0: Well, I'll tell you what and I hear the most. What I hear the most is Ron Paul was actually just a racist and a bigot like that that's what i hear from from a lot uh, i mean i don't even think it's actually a lot of people statistically it's just that they're 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 loud in the ron paul hating crowd but jacob yeah. that's um, what we yeah. hear we hear that we're same.
2: it's the same people saying the same stuff to us right it, it doesn't change it's just that he's yeah. somebody right. important we're not it's, it's all the differences but we are yeah. part of the same camp so we get blended mm-hmm. it doesn't matter it's same it's well, the same tactic
1: it, it, the The only circumstantial evidence you may even have towards that was the Ron Paul report, you know, that was done under his name that everybody knows wasn't done through him, you know, um so if you want to attach that that association, that's gonna be a really weak one. Well, in my, it's like mind. it's like anyway, people who go
0: but... after Tom Woods for the League of the South shit. and it's like, all right, like here, okay, people are allowed to develop and get better over time. And like, yeah turns out maybe like in the late 80s and early 90s, people had slightly different worldviews and beliefs mm-hmm. than they do now.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. is yeah. that
0: is that shocking? Is that surprising? Like, no, is that like, no, no, no. you I mean, know what I mean? If, if we
2: all looked at it, like, I'm 34, I'll be 35 in November. If 24-year-old me is a stupid, dumb person who barely should be you know, able to do anything. Like, like 10 and I'm dumb now. But what like 10 know? years ago, <laughs> like 10 years ago, I was even dumber. So, like, the fact that I look back at my myself in my 20s, I'm like, wow, how the hell did I get to where I am now? Like, you know, so everyone's a lot of develop if, if we never had that chance, if we if everyone's just always like, cancel, cancel,
0: okay. No, 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 it's not the camp. You would never grow. What they want. The, the, here's the problem. I really think the people that hate, and there's two camps here, there's people who are just like, I think, like, bitter towards ron paul and how much people uh admire him and talk about how they brought him to the movement and but they they probably aren't the same as the people who are like rabidly hating on him like oh he's a racist he's a bigot yeah. and whatever um you know we, we, we might want to touch on that the other group the non like the the less the 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 less hateful haters too a little <laughs> bit but the the ones that are really hateful like the ones like he's a racist he's a bigot those are mostly the woke people and the problem is like with um with these with these left with these leftists i'm sorry they're they're leftists um what they want from you is to never stop apologizing they want you to bow to them they want you they they want you to bow to the mob of social media and social justice and what they want people to do is to basically never stop virtue signaling about a like Mm -hmm. i did this bad thing you know 10 15 years ago and i'm just i need to keep apologizing for it over and over and over again and i need to scream at the top of my lungs every minute of every day about how offended i am Mm. at these things that i don't like and you know for people that that aren't deranged by this stupid you know cult you know what i mean they're like oh well then you must be right like if you if you don't just on demand sit here and say i condemn everything that I demand you condemn, then you must love those things. Yeah, when yeah. it's actually like well actually no like the reason i'm not doing it is because i don't feel like playing the stupid fucking game with you because like <laughs> like you know like you don't have a right to come here and sit here right. and go well i demand that you re- rebuke these people and these things otherwise we're just going to start going out there and like give me one example where somebody actually like even concedes a little bit to these people and they like you know like, i've tried it doesn't work like when you try to go Okay, you know what? Maybe I was wrong about that. Or yeah, you know, maybe this person isn't as good as I thought. Or yeah, maybe this, maybe this uh, you know, idea right. this person had, uh, this thing they said wasn't nice.
1: Like well, yeah. does that well, does I get you, them to they can't, they can't let you even slip into the crack to start to pry open their 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 baseless um position because if for even one moment they acknowledge you might have a point, now they have to talk about their point. So they can't even let you in to be acknowledged of what you're saying because the moment that they do, they have – just as you were talking about the argumentation ethic, the moment that they acknowledge your position, now they have – they've got to consider it. (laughs) They've got to bring it in, and they can't allow that to happen because anybody who's listening is going to clearly see. Well,
0: and they're almost – the woke ideology is almost brilliant in that they they play, play it the right way, which is you never play defense. They always are the always yeah. they are always on offense. And that's what's brilliant about woke ideology. And that's why that's why like the only response to that is either to ignore them or you just have to you have to beat them at that. You have to never, ever, ever play defense you have to play offense twice as hard as that mm. dude they're like the minute... cult,
2: they're like the cult circa 2005 dude they're just fucking <laughs> slinging tds peyton manning's back there in his prime dude yeah it's like you're right you're right we have to be like the 2002 tampa bay bucks defense <laughs> you have to like shut down you know like that's what we have, right. to, what we have to do it's, it's like
0: a, yeah like it's like the bucks or the ravens of 2000 it's like yeah. like so so what are we doing this down blitz everybody right what about i gotta be i gotta take these motherfuckers out you you know, going to stop him. You can't let him go right. deep on you. Well, that's sure. like I always love like those defenses. They're like, we don't care if you get a deep bomb on us. Our goal is just to hit you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like, how I, like, I played football
2: a lot growing up. Man. So, it's
0: so, like yeah. our goal is not to actually stop you from gaining yards. It's to make you like every snap Regrets is the like yards you get. Re- yeah, regret that you're out there on the field still. <laughs> Dude, I, I grew up so I played.
2: I played safety for what, well, like twelve fucking years and i I grew up watching john lynch he's my favorite player john lynch so i was like i'm gonna grow up hitting people like he did (laughs) and that's what i did i just launched my body into people like a psycho that's why i have cta
1: hey (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. uh jacob i I just wanted to comment a bit uh, on the you know the root cause of these things especially from the left where you were kind of touching on it a bit but you know you know where i think the, the real dissension comes from from people who who would would you know, identify on the left is that we are unapologetic capitalists. Yeah. You know, and 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 that word has been so so demonized and so vilified that you can't even if the the, uh, the sentiment the person is looking for is the capitalist answer, you can't use the word. Um, so I think the fact that uh, as you know the Mises Caucus namesake that we are pure, uh, unadulterated capitalists, and and you know. Uh, and it's preaching it it, it uh, vigorously, I think that is where the the um, you know the, the um, refusal to to hear anymore or consider us comes from because uh, that that word is is uh, you know, you
0: know uh, yeah I mean like Dave Smith was once talking about how he was so scared when he started going on on all these mainstream uh, channels. And he was like, do I need to go in prepared and have my talking points and, you know, try to control the narrative? And then he thought back to, like, when Ron Paul was running and people were trying to make him do that. And he said, you know, listen, I, here, here's what I am going to do. I know about the the wars. I know about what's wrong with our foreign policy. I know about the, the negative effects on the war on drugs. I know about the Federal Reserve and why that's at the center of all this corruption and tyranny and devastation. I'm just going to go out there and talk about what I know, and I'm just going to tell the truth. And that is what the Macy's caucus is, is the, you know, we like, it's like, it's like Dave says, we are basically the, uh, like the Ron Paul revolution 2.0. We're the inheritors of that, of what Ron Paul started. And what we do is we just tell the truth. We don't hide from the principles. And like, maybe sometimes we will even like autistically cling to the principles and like we'll say them you know what i mean like so like you know i'm not saying that there aren't times where maybe people go so hard balls to the wall on like you know here's libertarianism unadulterated that yeah it probably does scare some people off and i'm not saying that you know the first conversation you have with like a soccer mom is legalize heroin. Like, you know, yeah, probably, yeah. you know, maybe that's not the first conversation you should have. Well, you know, first, first ha- take her out on a date, bring her back to your house, shoot up some heroin, and then talk to her about it. And I'm if Ron f- Paul f- could like do it
1: in, in South Carolina, I think that you can get the mom on heroin. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, I no, start but-
2: with uh, we should put all pedophiles and wood chippers and legalize
0: all drugs. I got my wife to listen to that uh, that song, the, uh, the wood chipper go burr song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she loves it. We've been just like singing yeah. it to each other for the past week.
1: Yeah. Well, um, it, I don't even think it's that you, you know you, you don't want to tell somebody the message they're not looking for. You want to find somebody's message, and then and then not hide from the libertarian message. Like you don't put this the most beautiful philosophical political you know uh, theory ever devised away when that's your position. We have this thing, and we and and we're being ashamed to say it. So, you know, when you find out what somebody's issue is, tell them what it is. <laughs> and, and that's, you know, that's how we're going to make them a libertarian. Right?
0: Well, and it's just like and like this is speaking to like a broader like I think the second group of people who criticize Ron Paul and, and, and also criticize the Mises caucus and like, you know, over the past week or two, especially. You know, during like LNC meetings and and posts on Facebook and stuff, and there's conversations about like you know, uh, like like I know Jen Moore made a post the other day after like me, Joe Wagner, other people like we were she she kind of you know I think she kind of uh, twisted a little bit what we were doing to say that like we were attacking the strategy of the lppa or saying that what they were doing didn't matter and our candidates didn't matter which is not at all what we were saying what we were saying was that like let's not act like we're we gotta i'm gonna be blunt here let's not act like we got a big fucking dick when we're like still (laughs) in like kindergarten okay like we are we're not even kindergarten we're in preschool okay as far as like where we are as a party so like, let's not act like, you know, we're all tough and we got it all figured out. And like, you know, we're, we're ready to go play in the major leagues yet. Like, cause we're nowhere close. I'm not saying, mm-hmm. listen, you want to, you want to build people up and encourage them and be like, Hey, you know, we, 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 we did the molten maneuver and it's like, listen, do the molten maneuver. I'm all for it. I'm doing it. I'm going to get signatures and be a constable in my borough. Um, cause it's like, it's you a good nerd. way to get, no, yeah, you nerd. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Josh Smith ascends down from the heavens. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it kind of like as an act of good faith, even just to be like, listen, this is a good way for people mm-hmm. to learn the process They get them involved and they get them ready to do bigger things in the future. It's a good stepping stone, but that is what it is. Like, um, I don't go out there and brag about my kid like he's uh, Tony Hawk because he's riding a bike with training wheels. Okay, like yes, I to my kid applaud him and give him tons of praise as a good parent to like build him up and to get him encouraged to to learn riding that bike better and and whatnot. But like he's not, you know, a, a, you know, a professional bike tricker trickster yet you know what i mean like so yeah. we, we no have one to, is that's not a thing but uh well, <laughs> or yeah i mean yeah i mean there's no there's no training wheels for skateboards i was like i was like trying to make i was like i don't know i guess a scooter okay like like riding a scooter is not being tony hawk okay like when you first learn to ride a scooter and you're kind of like learning how to ride something like that like well you, the, the handlebar is kind of like a training wheel it was like, but just because my kid figured out how to ride a scooter doesn't mean he's freaking Tony Hawk right now. Okay. Like, so, um, you know, you have to learn, to, it, you do have to crawl before you walk. Um, but you know, let's just, let's pump the brakes on like, what I don't like is what it looks like, like the self aggrandizing and the circle jerk. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and I, and I get it. Like they want to put out a positive message, a, an image. And they want to make the party look good, but it's like, don't oversell. People don't like you obviously don't want to undersell and make your like you you, you want to market well, but when you over market and you oversell what you do, people get pissed off. They're like, oh, you at you, you sold me that you were this, this and this, but really like,
2: you know, you're, you're still figuring shit out. When you
1: under deliver, they feel cheated.
2: Exactly. I also think, and maybe you guys covered this already, I don't know, because I, I jumped in late. but I was just talking about this with Dan Smots, my podcast, uh, uh, but, like, we, we were saying how, you know, Pennsylvania brags, oh, we're the most likely libertarians, but it's like, yeah, but, like, 400 of those are uncontested races. Exactly. And, so and like when on, you, I'm sorry, I lose my thought. I'm sorry, because I brain trauma. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <So> on <laughs> top of that, so we have, like, 400 uncontested races, one, who gives a shit, and then, not who gives a you know what I mean, and then the second part of that is, like, okay, but look at those positions. It's like, Auditor or like d- d- douchebag of douchebags, like th- how does this promote liberty? It it's doesn't position, do anything for it's liberty. The it's of authority,
1: It's the positions of authority that the authoritarians don't want.
2: <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's like so. I'm like, I'm like, okay, we we're elected. I'm great, but and how does how does auditor help promote well, liberty? It doesn't. What well, we're doing right now promotes more liberty. My, my what we do in podcast promotes more liberty than they're an auditor at a fucking local borough. There's no well, way that we don't.
1: Don't get me wrong here. The the, the what they're doing with the molten maneuver is not it certainly should not be the focus but there there's not a total lack of value into it because if you have other things moving if you have people coming into the party if you have uh campaigns running getting attention and you can use the and you can and you can take the soundbite and say and we have this many people getting elected you know it's a it's a it's a you know uh it's a it's a support it's a it's a fluffer really but uh but it 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 sure, it certainly shouldn't be the the focus and and where we spend all of the party's money and all of the party's you know um, e- efforts focusing on going because at the end of the day all it gets you is a you know a bunch of people in a, in a position that nobody wanted. Well,
0: like and, and the reason like the the reason we even talk about this is not because we oppose the Malton maneuver. It's not because we don't want people to get elected. What this really comes down to is a difference in strategy. And we yeah, talked about this yeah. with Jen Moore when she yeah. was on. Um, and it's like, I don't, I don't hate Jen Moore. Like, you know, and I, we, we had a little bit of, cont- it was like me, Joe Wagner, Jen Moore, um, some other usual suspects on Facebook going back and forth. And like, it got a little heated and contentious there. And I don't really, I don't hate people. And it wasn't anything personal, but like, I just, I need to be honest about what my feelings are. And I'm not going to like, you know, I don't want to sugarcoat things and beat around the bush. Um, it's not, that I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. But I just think that what we at the Mises caucus, what our focus is, is not on winning elections. Like, that's not, that is not our, um, our our axiom. That's not our goal. That's not our, like, what we're seeking, what we're pursuing. Um, Electing people can be a means to that, but that's not like, when people say the purpose of the party is to elect people, it's like, I mean, yeah, politics is about electing people, but like we're libertarians. So like, you know, like the libertarian party should be about libertarianism, right? Like it should, it should represent the philosophy. So what we want to do is actually like the libertarian party, the purpose of it is not just to win elections. That is the means. Don't confuse the ends with the means. Okay. The means of the libertarian party is to, to run candidates, to put out a good message through the party affiliates and through the candidates and uh to uh run people and either like run them uh, and mm. the message is good or to run them and win and try to affect public policy but those are all the means those are not the ends that we're pursuing the ends we're pursuing is a libertarian society it's bringing people into the liberty movement it's 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 growing mm. uh the number of libertarians because guess what if 99% of the country or the society aren't libertarian, <laughs> then you're not going to have a libertarian society. You're not going to mm. have freedom. You're going to have a hard time ending the wars. You're going to have a hard time. And like if 99% of people think people should be locked up in a cage for smoking marijuana, that's what's going to happen. If 99% of people think it's okay to drop bombs on people because they're in another country and they're against your nation's interests, that's going to happen. Like what we have to do is affect the culture. What we have to do is w- change people's hearts, change people's minds, yeah. and the way that we now and there's many ways to do that. We don't all have to do the same thing. Yeah. The Libertarian Party yeah. is just the political wing of the Libertarian movement, well, and yes, Jake, the we, means of it is politics, but those are not the ends.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I you know I want to stop you right there because the. I've been saying this for quite a while now that I I think that the 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 Mises Caucus method uh methodology and and the the formerly pragmatic caucus methodology actually can serve as complementary units heading towards the same and because one thing that we're failing to do is identify we we should be running a candidate in every possible chance that we have but one one of the main roles that that we should do in in finding a candidate is deciding if this is a winnable or a or a unwinnable election because you run those in a different way. And on an unwinnable election, you you get a candidate who can who who speaks the fervorous message just to speak as loud and as fast as many people as he can, and and a and a candidate who has a viable chance of winning. You run an election in a different way. So I, I think there these avenues are available and we should, there, there's a reason for both of them and you should apply them when the situation calls for it. Um, it Cause you, th- there will be times when, when the, the abrupt, you know, messaging isn't the right place for one, what, what, you know, some soft ass community or something like that. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, if I had a choice between like tomorrow we could have uh, a thousand people win uh, libertarian positions in office, or we could get 10,000 new libertarians. i pick 10,000 new libertarians. It's like, now, I think that these things can go hand in hand. I don't think that, again, like div- the division of labor is part of libertarianism, which is like, it's part of capitalism. It's part of free markets, which is like, you can achieve at like, like the final product of something in a market often has different people who are specializing in different things. And then those things come together to produce a product. Like one of the most common analogies of this is like the pencil and, you know, like fee has talked about this. Tom Woods has talked about this, like so many economists and people have talked about how, you know, like use the pencil analogy to describe the division of labor And it's like if everybody made the wood part of the pencil and nobody made the graphite or the paint or the eraser or the the other things, you wouldn't have pencils. So, yeah, like everybody needs to do what they're good at and what they want to specialize in. And I'm not trying to take I'm not trying to tell the Libertarian Party nationally or here in Pennsylvania, don't run people for office. What I'm saying is don't lose sight of what the purpose is. And when you the problem is like incentives, if you create if you say the purpose of the party is just to win elections, that's a dangerous incentive because what you're doing is you're removing the 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 your axiom from yeah. what you're 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 basically when you make the means your end, you're you're not grounded right. in your 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 ethics, you're not grounded in what makes you libertarian.
1: I'm not here to any- create and then right. you and then you apply whatever whatever easiest means there will be,
0: right? Like I'm not here to create a triopoly, I'm 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 not here to just give people a third option. I'm not here to just lower. Like my goal, like it's not like I'm a libertarian because my ultimate goal was to reduce the tax rate from 35 percent to 32.5 percent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my goal yeah. was not to. uh Uh, Give people like it's not like the thing I go out preaching is like, you know what we absolutely positively need. We need school vouchers. That's the most important thing in America right now. You know, the most important thing we need right now is, you know, to to get on the council and fight on the the council about zoning laws. It's like, no, listen, all those things are like, you know, violations of liberty. But it's like stop making the low hanging fruit and stop making the means your ends
1: it's 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 uh seeking you know, claiming claiming some some type of, of you know um advantage by i'm not gonna be as horrible as the last guy i'm not gonna be as bad i'm just going to be, have this much you know right it, it's lesser a, it's a, of three evils it, instead of two right. evils right yeah can we can we stop oh, yeah never mind <laughs>
0: Getting Adam you got anything to say I've been, I've been I've been yelling for a while now you guys got pretty much everything yeah. I, I think anyways yeah I mean I just it's like so but this is what it's all about it's like we don't oppose the molten maneuver we don't oppose people doing these things it's just like yeah. we, we the reason the Mises caucus formed the reason why we criticize is not because we are anti libertarian like we're just we're saying yeah. like we, we think the reason like let, let's be honest like the libertarian party has not been successful and like you know Jen said this other people said this in the post so they were like um well you know you know young bucks always try to come in and shake things up but like so you know people you know give them grace but also like the new people you know recognize that the old guard's been a while and we've learned some things and you know the hard way and that we have wisdom to offer and I'm like okay Like, in general, yeah, I kind of think learn from your elders, but also, like, look at what they've accomplished. And it's, like, if my goal was, like, to actually grow the liberty movement and to actually try to, like, but not probably have liberty in my lifetime, but maybe in my kids' or my grandkids' lifetime, well, the Libertarian Party hasn't done that. You guys haven't done that. So, like... I'm not going to really like leave it up to you when you've not shown that you could be successful in doing that. I'm right. not saying that you haven't tried. I'm not saying I'm going to like, I'm not saying we should purge you from the party. I'm just saying, don't just tell us like, well, you're young and coming right. in here and like, we're older and been here longer. Right. So like, just we, we, we shouldn't do it your way because you
1: don't do it. We don't have to do it your way because you've been here the longest. <laughs> like, right. Um, yeah. I, I learned, I learned a bit of wisdom, uh, at a pretty, pretty young age. And it was that, you know, if, if you want to do something, um, the first step should be to look at somebody who has accomplished what you're attempting to do, and then follow their example. Mm-hmm.
0: You know who've done what we want to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, if uh, you know if I had to think in the last ever who who put who who created the most libertarians ever. Who, if I had to think, who that would be? It was Bill uh, Weld. Yeah, Bill Weld. <laughs> Is Ron Paul? This is why
0: we talk about Ron Paul because it's like, hey, we want to grow the liberty movement. Like, oh, who's done that in the past two
1: decades? Well, the, the Republican Party didn't want us because we were better at it than them. The Libertarians don't want us because, we, oh. Wait. <laughs> well, and this is like, listen, if if you just if, need if, a home, we need a home.
0: If the Libertarian <laughs> Party isn't about like what what we're talking about here, if if you guys are like, no, like we're not about growing the liberty movement, and no, we're not about like pushing the philosophy we just want yeah. to be a third option we just want to win elections we want to just like make things marginally better lower the tax rate 5% and talk about zoning laws like cool yeah. just go be Republicans like honestly like you would you, your goals would be better accomplished in the Republican Party
2: like well, you're, I, I you're, see that about like a lot of the left leaning Libertarians I'm like go to the Green Party go to Democrat like what are you doing like, like if right. you want to focus on identity politics and other fucking woke shit hey man w- this isn't for you move the fuck on, kick bricks, kick rocks, dude. Like go, go somewhere else, go somewhere else where they give a shit. Like I it's like, we have other things we care about more. It's more important to everybody.
1: There's other, there is other quite more imminent threats. I'm saying (laughs) way more important things going on. That's like the continued continued genocide of the middle East. Yeah. (laughs) The, the, uh, we're finally starting to see the real effects of the, the inflation hitting on a, a, a visible level. Um, you know what I mean? The, There are what I think 100 or what uh, 1.4 million people or something like that locked in jail for nonviolent drug offenses. That's fucking bananas. This is, this this is, it's, and you know what I get sometimes is like people, when
0: I go on about this, people will tell me, oh, but, but Jacob, but, but Rob, people don't care about that. They just care about their own lives and like, you know, like that's why we should focus on school vouchers. And it's like,
1: Then why, then why are we caring about who's getting, who's getting bullied then if we don't care about other people? Like, like, why? Oh, man. And
0: I'm like, but you know, it's like, so what you're saying is you don't care.
1: Right. Because
0: if, if you're saying, well, people don't care, like, well, you know what? Like, if you cared, you wouldn't say that because like, I get that people don't care, but they should. And the only way that I'm going to wake them up is by being as loud as I can about why they should and by, you know, whistleblowing and yelling and screaming as loud as I can about, you know, all this horrible evil shit that's going on. Um, You know what I mean? So like, if you're saying, well, people don't care about that, what you're saying is you don't care about that. And so, you know, this isn't everybody in the libertarian party, by the way, like there are plenty of people in the libertarian party who aren't part of the Mises caucus who work with us and we have good relationships with and that have no problem with us. And I think their priorities are much more aligned with ours and that we can work together. But these conflicts we're having with other people in the party, like this right here that we just laid out, I think this is the problem. And I, you know, I, I just think, you know, like, I just want someone to tell me where I'm wrong. Like, like, like hey, why can't you just do what you're doing through the Republican Party, if you're just about like the most minute of incremental changes and you're just about the most might like we don't want to offend people, we don't want to rock the boat, we don't want to push the philosophy, we just want to win elections and we just want to get it's like cool. We'll just go flood the Republican Party local stuff and, and get people elected and 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 do that. You know what well, I
1: think, mean? Like well, of, they, they can't do what they're trying to do because you're a racist. That's why.
2: Yeah, it's it's a lot of projection you notice. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're the ones to, to fucking call us racist, us misogynist, us whatever, whatever, whatever. But I, I look around our group chats, look around our meetings, I'm like, oh, we have all the women and people of color and you guys are just a bunch of angry white dudes. That's weird. I, I have yeah, you happen to be fat too, it's also weird, but whatever. It's like it's like, you know, it's just it's just it's just like you it's like it's it's that. It's that typical mold of, like, you hate stereotyping people, but, like, that shit exists for a reason. And you're like, oh, you look at a lot of these fucking, like, again, the cathedral people, and you're like, yeah, you look like that, of course you do. Like, of course you look like that. Like, you all look the same. They all have the same fucking avatar. Like, it's like goofy fucking, I have, I'm have i with a cat, or, like, I have anime, my avatar. And I'm like, yeah, we get it, man. Like, just say what you're going to say. Like we all know, you know what, what you're going to say. But <laughs> you know what?
0: There are people in the Mises caucus who have more of a like left social bend or have more of a like there, there's a variety of people in the Mises caucus. The difference is like people of different backgrounds in the Mises caucus. We don't come to the party and come to the caucus and try to make our cultural, our, exactly. our religious, exactly. our particular like beliefs and push them into the libertarian party or movement because like that's like. Dude, you really, know well, how
2: many times a week I have to I look at people and go, that guy's fucking crazy, but I can't yeah. say it out loud because it's like whatever. But I go, I mean, but I also go, well, I don't care because he's not affecting me in any yeah. way or affecting my well, liberty. But I still go, no, you know, that guy's fucking crazy.
1: You know, they they we're, we're, they, they claim us to be, you know, race. Where these where these ad hominems come in is where we're asking for pure, true liberty across the board where they're willing to, to 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 use you know state compulsion for it if we're not saying that you can use force to 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 require people to to not be bigoted if that is if if, if you say you you can't use force for that then now by extension we we are we are the the discriminators so that uh, it it's unfortunate that it, it it that it comes to that especially in the libertarian party when they just portraying the principles but you
0: know yeah no and and it's like um um lost my train of thought there we're we're getting close to the end here but yeah i mean just like the last thing i wanted to say i mean like you know i had read on my pod my personal podcast um uh two days ago recovered ill and you know we were talking about this too it's just like everyone has this perception that everyone the Mises caucus is exactly the same which is like nothing could be further from the truth i mean like you know I'm a Christian conservative and I've encountered plenty of me atheists who are more <laughs> like, you know, mm. completely, Correct. you know, it's like different religious yeah. review views. I've met people who are kind of more like socially progressive and I'm not as socially progressive. I mean, it's like, you know, basically it's like the, 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 the people you're talking about, Adam and, and Rob are like, what they're doing is no different than if I came in and was like, we all need to pray and go to church together. And like, basically like if I tried to make all of you say the libertarian party has to be Christian, if you guys aren't aren't all doing my Christian thing with me, then you're bad libertarians. And everyone Mm -hmm. would be like, no, like, like you're a Christian and that's fine. But like, you can't Mm -hmm. make all of us be Christians. And, and you know, I'd be like, oh, you're right. Like that's, you know, that's my bad. Like I fucked up. I tried conflating two different things together. But the woke people and a lot of people on the left, and you know, I'm not saying it never happens on the right, but the main problem I'm seeing right now in the here and now in the libertarian party and movement is people on the left who want to conflate neoliberalism and culturally left stuff with the libertarian movement, yeah. the message, and the party. And basically, the only thing that the Mises caucus is really united on is saying, no, fuck that. Like, that's like, you know, like Dave said, like we reject. The woke shit and we reject that mentality like if you want to be privately a social justice warrior you want to do that kind of stuff in your own time that's fine nobody cares what you do in your own time but when you conflate the liberty movement and the libertarian party and messaging with your own private shit and then demand other people do it too because like you know like i go out as a christian and talk about like why other christians should be libertarians and like, you know, like I do, I do, some people could say I'm conflating those two things, but like, I'm not saying everybody has to be like me. It's just like, I'm going out and just trying to appeal to people who are like-minded to me. If you want to do that, that's fine. But you, not everybody's
1: like you, dude. Like, I don't know what else to say. So Jay, do, do you know, one thing that I have found is common <laughs> across almost all, all Mises members that I have seen, There, there is one, one common trait that I, I've seen almost everywhere is the the genuine um, commitment to civil discourse with, with within each other. I mean, what what hasn't been talked about in the in the Mises chats? And it is always a meritorious, um, you know, um, um, good faith debate. I I haven't seen it turn into when a, people when people are right. sober. Yes. <laughs> hey, listen, yeah.
2: yeah. it's what it is.
0: We all do it.
2: We all knew it. We all knew what was happening. <laughs> yeah. I, I just looked away like a fucking, like a bad husband. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, he's hitting her, whatever." <laughs> so it just, it just away. It was like, "Yeah, he was a little drunk that night in the chat." It is what it is. Yeah, but it, it like it <laughs> But no, but uh, fuck. I was probably gonna say, "God oh, damn it." Uh, oh, I remember what I was gonna say, um, no, this is something that annoys me too. Again, talking about all that projection and woke bullshit. It was like. These people will have – on Twitter, you will see accounts that are not affiliated with us that are tr- essentially troll accounts will say something like mean to like a, like a cathedral guy, and they'll be like, LP Mises Caucus, would you condemn this? It's like you don't condemn anything <laughs> that we get called. <laughs> never seen. Yeah, yeah, I never see – by tell the way, you what, I don't, the, I don't want ahead, them please to because I'm a fucking man. You know, so I don't care. I'm also a comic and it rolls off my phone. It's, it's funny to me. Like, I like that shit. I, I don't even get mad. Yeah. It's, re- it's very funny to me. But, like, that's me. I'm a comic. I roll on that shit. Like, a lot of other people, like, they're not – that's not their world. And, like, when you say that to them, they're like, hey, what you're saying is really hurting my feelings. Like, you know, but these people, they don't give a shit. They'll come after people's kids, their fucking wives, and all behind the goddamn troll account, which is that, – that 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 bothers me because it's cowardice. And, again, yeah. man – so you know, if I have a problem with you, I'm I'm saying it to your fucking face. But like, yeah, w- if they do attack me, I I laugh because it doesn't bother me. But like t- these these scumbags do it to people like who have regular jobs, regular lives, and like all behind the keyboard warrior shit. And that which that's what drives me nuts. You know, if, if we ever find out who some of these people are, they're gonna have a problem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like they yeah. got a problem in their hands.
0: Well, you know what's funny? It's like you know you can usually like if there's like two people that had a f- had like some kind of falling out and you you ever wonder like i wonder who was in the right and who was in the wrong almost always like i'm sure it's not 100% of the time probably at least 9 out of 10 times the person going around bitching the most about the other person is the person that was in the wrong you it's, know what i mean like you know the person cuz like people you know? that are in the right they usually are like it's like they're they're knowing them the right but like it's just human nature like you don't want to go air dirty laundry laundry you kind of want to be the bigger person it's like, it's like when there's a breakup, you know, and one person breaks up with the other person and kind of, like, stays silent. They go. They go kind of take care of their shit. Maybe they go adopt seven kids, you know, and, and, and grow their family and stuff. I'm not mentioning anyone specific here or, or anything, of course. Um, and then there's, like, you know, the ex going around and, and like, calling this person, a you know, a, a thief and a liar and, and, and a misogynist and an awful person making up all these stories and not— bringing up any evidence about it. And just literally anytime this person's name is brought up, literally like the eyes roll into the back of their head and they like have a freaking like, you know, uh hissy fit. Um, It's like, okay, well, you know, you're obsessing over this person and freaking mm-hmm. out. And <laughs> the other dude yeah. has got his shit together and is working his fucking ass off. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm just making observations here. That's all I can say. Yeah, right. No, <laughs> know what yeah. So,
1: it I'm kind sure. of reminds me of the. It kind of reminds me of like the Bible, where God's just talking all this trash, and Satan's just sitting there taking it like a man, and then just like, you know what, I'm better than this. <laughs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> Hold on, that's the whole, whole podcast. I don't want whole to be burn book,
1: this whole <laughs> Burn book. The, the the great deceiver. The you know whatever. Oh, and and you know what, just turn the other cheek. No, I, w- oh. I, w- I definitely won't get involved in that. I don't give a shit. But I, will say, I will say I will say Rob it. Rob's throwing some hands down.
2: He's throwing the pot for sure. Okay, I, uh, I started I, it.
0: I insulted Pittsburgh earlier. <laughs> well, that's fair. It's fair trash. I'm from New York. I'm also trash. It's fine. But,
2: no, this this is what they remind me of. So, like, because we're all on the same team, right? So, I, I grew up playing football, and this is what it reminds me of. If you guys grew up playing team sports, there was always a kid who would, like, bitch about every drill you had to do, every exercise you had to do. There was always an excuse for why they couldn't catch the ball, why they weren't a starter, why they couldn't run as fast as you, why they couldn't tackle as good as you. And they, But they were stuck around all four years of high school. You know, like, they still were on the team. They stuck around, but they bitched off. And they were, like, on the team, but they weren't on the team because no one respected them. But they were on the team. That's what they remind me of. They remind me of those kids in the football team who's like, "I'm like, are you gonna fucking run with us?" He's like, "Oh, I hurt
0: my. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna walk outside. I'm gonna walk the field." But you got, and then he's like, "Why aren't I playing?" I'm like, "Cause you're fucking can't catch a ball." And then was that yeah. our fault that we're better than you,
0: or it's yeah. like the person that's always got drama with someone? It's like, oh, I can't come hang out because I'm mad at this person, or or I'm I'm pissed because it's like if you're always mad at people, it, it reminds me of something Jordan Peterson said, where it's just like when he was talking about um, like uh, incels and like men who were like uh, like involuntary and celibate, like they they can't find a woman, like all the women reject me. And Jordan Peterson's like, if all the women are rejecting you, maybe, maybe (laughs) might be something you need to look in the mirror about. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like it's like it's not all the women. (laughs) Dude. <laughs> it was like no. if, if, if you're having problems and drama with everybody and you end up hating everybody and you keep on saying oh this person was a friend and they betrayed me and this person was a friend and they did this it's like maybe you're just a trashy person that nobody actually wants to be friends if, with if, if i guys, don't know just, if, when guys
2: act like that i just call that bitch energy because that's what that is it's like it's like i know it's like it's whatever but like that's what it's like that it's, like that, it's like that, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, figure it out. look word, be a goddamn adult. Be a man and be like, oh, I got to fix who the fuck I am. You know, if if, <laughs> yeah. if if I have no fucking friends, if I can't get a relationship, grow up, figure it out. Like, like we're all trash. Like, we're all sophisticated trash. So, like, mold your trash better, dude. You know, like you know what I'm saying, like, get, get just figure it out. That's it. But like Boy, the, the, the lack of caring or lack of willing to figure it out. That's where that's where that energy comes from and I, I fucking I cannot stand it. It's like it's like that I'm a good guy energy. It's like how come the girls like the bad guys and the, it's like I'm always there. It's like because you're a bitch. It's bitch energy. <laughs> that's why. And no one wants that. Like take charge. Like you know, do something. Do something that someone's going to look at and be like, "Oh, wow, that's like something I can admire." Or just just do, don't sit in and sulk and blame others. It's the it's the weakest. Yeah, it's the weakest. I just hate it.
0: Yeah, and it's just, like, people, like, you know, there, there's people, like, I know, like, Pete Quijones and I had, like, an argument, like, a month ago, and, like, he was kind of a dick to me, but, like, I just let it go. It's, like, I don't know, like... He's doing my podcasting. soon. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I mean, I have disagreements with Pete, but it's just, like, why would I waste time being upset about, like, this dumb interaction we had where he was mean to me? It's just, like... Okay, like whatever. Like, I'd go out and have a drink with him tomorrow or have my podcast tomorrow. It's like, whatever. We had a disagreement. We had a little spat. And I feel like it's not even like some people say it's men that do this. I'm like, no, it's just adults. Adults can have a fight and then the next day go like hang out and be like, oh, like we're cool. You know what I mean? It's like, that's how I am with everybody. I've gotten into fights with people. Uh, I've gotten into fights with like Mike in the past. I've gotten into fights with Luke in the past. Um, you know, we, we've had arguments even in our own little group before and things that happen. And it's just like we work it out, we get over it. We don't like holding grudges is such a waste of time and energy. So, Jacob, I
2: don't you know this, but you have a hey. tiny murderer behind you. <laughs> I know. Yeah.
0: He's going to eat me as soon as I end the stream. That's why I'm not letting Rob go. (laughs) I fucking cats freak me out. I'm a dog. This is his first appearance. Like he's he's being bold. Like he's probably going to murder me as soon as I turn. Yeah. I know. It will. Catch your dicks. All right. Well, you know, I I see how much much you guys love me. I guess we got to (laughs) go. Well, uh, thanks everybody for uh, those who tuned in live and those watching afterwards, you know, make sure to, you know, this is what we're, we're about. If this is the kind of stuff you like to listen to, um, you know, make sure you subscribe, Uh, make sure. I mean, if you haven't uh, go to takehumanaction.com, sign up for the newsletter, Uh, you become a donor for as little as $5 a month to the Mises caucus. And if you're here in PA, especially, Reach out to us. We'd love to, you know, have you meet up with some of our uh, or get on to some phone calls and stuff with our state organizers. Uh, We can tell you about what's going on here in PA candidates that are running uh, things that are going on issue coalitions that are in the works. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that that we're doing that we got our hands in. And uh, if if you you know, if this is the culture that you want to be a part of people fighting for Liberty and who are, you know, we're going to roll our sleeves up, get our hands dirty and get shit done. Then, you know, this is the group for you. So come check us out, uh, subscribe to the podcast and, um, you know, you guys got any last words. Oh yeah. Real quick plug for myself. Uh,
2: Shalthon, Pennsylvania, August 14th. Uh, we're running uh, monthly comedy shows out of the pop in great bar. Uh, These sell out, and we get yelled at because they sell out. We had to, we had to turn away 30 people July on July, in July 10th, all right? We're sorry. Listen, this is August 14th, Pop-In, Shelf on PA, 7.30 show and a 9.30 show. Awesome group of comics I'm hosting. Come on out, tent.com slash events for your tickets. Get them. They will sell out. And if they do,
0: I don't know what to fucking tell you. Get your fucking tickets. That's it. Cool. Rob, any last words? Ron Paul wasn't wrong. no he was not all right guys well thanks for joining me and thanks everybody for watching and uh, everybody have a good rest of your night
1: peace